2: Hello and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show presented by HoopBall. My name is Adrian Benjamins and I'm joined by Neil Rochelani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Get yourself some delicious coffee and taste the Kona difference. Head over to hawaiianisles.com and Amazon. Neil, my man, how are you doing?
3: How is... Uh, how are your your playoffs now? Now that oh, you're gosh. well week? here's the thing i gotta I gotta buy in one of them, so I'm sitting pretty there. i should be I should be strategizing and picking up players ahead of time, right? Not doing that. I'm stressed out over my one <laughs> matchup where I'm not gonna buy even though I won the league. very upset about this whole uh, setup. anyway, uh, it's the dogfight Adrian. It's gonna go down to the last game, the last player. ah uh, anyway. I'm having a really good night in my roto league, which I'm happy about. So I feel really good about that. Anyway, nice. How are hey, you? How how is life in uh you uh, in the hoop ball league? I know you're uh you're. I'm doing out there. I'm doing pretty good in the hoop ball league. Uh, I think last time I
2: checked, I was up six three. You know, yesterday for Wednesday, for some reason, I only had like four guys playing, and that's kind of like really uh. Really unusual because Wednesday is normally a heavy day. So I think tonight I got a pretty big night. So I'm hoping to kind of cushion that lead I got, but I'm looking pretty good, but I'm going to take a look at this weekend. And I would suggest for you, man, if you got, if you think your matchup's going to be that close, look to see if like the worst guy you got, you can drop to get like a guy that maybe plays back to back Saturday or Sunday or like something like that. Maybe take a look and see if you can maximize that schedule. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I got. I, got to, I really have to do it because I'm going against a um, good player here, and I'm up. I mean, like every, every category is like plus or well, not every cat. Like three of the four category, three of the categories are like plus or minus one. Like steals, blocks, assists, turnovers. Like it's it can swing either way. It's crazy. Right? Wow, it's, uh, <laughs> that's insane. Man. Anyway. Um, I'm sure we could probably talk more general basketball than our specific things. Um, should we look at some news and notes here? Do you have, do you have anything about fantasy before we get into the box scores?
2: I don't really have any news and notes. You know, I'm on Twitter like all day long. Yeah. Uh, I, I, my day job, I'm sitting at a desk literally all day. So what I usually do is if anything pops up, cause I'm just literally looking at the news feed. All day. So if anything pops up, I'll usually on my phone write some notes like, hey, this is something we need to talk about. And, man, nothing really came to mind. Nothing
3: really caught my attention. Are you seeing anything on your end? No, I'm not. I mean, Wiggins came back, which is nice if you owned him. Um, (sighs) Jeff Teague might be done for the season, although I don't think many people are counting on him at this point. Not really uh, nothing else. No major player news. So um, nothing there. More just the box scores, which have been interesting tonight. Um, I think it. I think it's my turn to kick it off. I think so. I think so. All right. um OKC Indiana. This one was Thunder one hundred and six Pacers home team one hundred and eight. They hang on for the victory here. Um, you can get your uh, your guys a bonus later. He had a monster <laughs> night. Um, OKC, okay, though, let's start with Russell. 19, 14, and 11. Triple doubles yet again. 8 of 18 from the field. And he made made all his free throws. 2 of 2. Nice to see that. Had a three-pointer. Had four steals and two blocks. So just did everything right tonight. Four turnovers, which is uh, not four. Yeah, four turnovers. Not too bad. I mean, not great, but not too bad. Um, Steven Adams, 17 points, eight rebounds, one assist. This guy is just a consistent machine. Uh, Paul George, probably should lead with him. 36 points, six rebounds, five assists. 10 of 23 shooting. so not great, but he did go 10 and 12 from the line. Pretty solid there. Six three-pointers. That is monster. Two steals. Uh, quiet night from Jeremy Grant. Um, just three points, two rebounds, and one assist. Did have two steals and two blocks to kind of help you in a couple categories. Uh, not much else here. Terrence Ferguson um, played 21 minutes. Not being really fantasy-wise. Schroeder off night here. Seven points and three of 10 shooting. Did have five rebounds and five assists. Nadair, 17 minutes, decent stats, but nothing worth talking about. Same with Marcus Morris or Marquise Morris, excuse me. Um, Nerlens Noel, 14 minutes, um, doesn't really do much to help you. Two turnovers to hurt you, though. All right, Adrian. Um, it looks like the Thunder are basically like hitting their stats every night. We really have no nothing new to report here. Do you have anything to take away from this this side of the ledger? Uh man, I just I know I'm gonna sound like a broken record.
2: Paul George, man. It, Neil, he will be probably one of my biggest regrets this year because in my home league where I had pick ten, I either had picked ten or eleven out of fourteen teams. I went Victor Oladipo when Paul George was on the board. And Neil, this guy might finish as the number looks like he's gonna finish as the number two overall that player this year in nine category leagues man what an outs like i thought he was going to be good this year but i was thinking like maybe end of first round type value i had no idea he was going to mm-hmm. be this fantastic so kudos to paul george man it just uh and it's like i see lines like tonight and man it's just um it's just never ending dude this guy is just amazing and looks like a great fit on this team and really interested to see where he's going to get drafted next year, Neil, because, you know, uh, I mean, I don't really foresee any changes to the thunder. It's not like he's getting value because, um, they have injuries or anything like that. I mean, you can foresee him doing this again
3: next year. Would you take him pretty high next year, Neil? Yeah, that's the problem. I think, um, he's probably gonna have a bit of regression. Obviously, I don't think he's gonna finish second. If that's ends up being the case in totals. Um, I'm probably going to, I usually avoid guys coming off like career seasons because there's usually that regress and and they get taken a little bit too early for me. Um, So I probably won't end up with him next year. Although um, you never know what situation you're in, right? And what draft pick you get and who's kind of out there, but uh, probably be overvalued for me. But I've always been a big Paul George fan. And so I, and we kind of knew this was going to happen, right? When Kevin Durant was with OKC, he was at one point the number one fantasy option with Russ, like four, whatever it was, like four years ago. Um, so a guy can be this great fantasy-wise and play alongside Russ, you know, and so a no, total shock from that perspective. Yeah,
2: that's a really good point. And, you know, one other thing to note too, most definitely I think Anthony Davis would still be the number one player if – he wasn't going through this issue where he's getting limited. So, you know, uh, Paul George l- wouldn't be the number two player because, you know, if Anthony Davis was one, that would push probably paul george down to three so um you know he's looking really good in sitting in this number two spot but it's it's i don't know it's a little bit fluky in that sense but anyways all right just i love the thunder man and as we said in the last show can't wait to see this team in the post like let's get to the postseason already reality wise man so uh anyways i'm gonna jump over on the pacer side neil you mentioned sabonis and you know Outstanding tonight, but I feel like this is the first game. In a while where he's really popped and had a like a flashy stat line. And man, he looked good tonight. Twenty-six points to go along with four assists, seven rebounds, uh seven of twelve shooting, twelve of thirteen from the line, just killing it from the free throw line. And you know, even though he's coming off the bench, I still feel like he's a really safe, a really safe option for fantasy. Uh Darren Collison has just been solid ever since Victor Alidipo went down. Seventeen points. Four steals, seven assists with six boards, six of 11 from the field, five of five from the line. Wes Matthews with the nice game here. 16 points, two steals, two assists with seven rebounds, four threes tonight, six of 15 from the field. Bogdanovich does not fail ever to (laughs) score 20. Neil, I I can't remember. I'm not joking. I know this sounds like an exaggeration. Has he not, like, I'm going to look at his box score later, or his game log. Has he ever not scored over 20 <laughs> points this season? 23 points for him tonight, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, two threes, 7 of 16 from the field, 7 of 11 from the line. Thad Young with 11 points. I like the defensive stats here. 1 block, 3 steals, 2 assists, 4 rebounds. He was 5 of 10 from the field. Uh Miles Turner... Feels a little underwhelming with just the 10 points, but a block, two assists, six rebounds, four a 10 from the field, two a two from the line. I already mentioned Sabonis off the bench. Not much else off the bench, though, or anyone else really worth talking about. What do you think of the Pacers, Neil?
3: Um, the only thing here that's a little bit interesting is Wesley Matthews having a nice game. Um, played 36 minutes, shot well. I'm um, Not shot well, but took a lot of shots, 15, made six of them. Made four three-pointers, two steals. We thought he might be valuable coming to the uh, Pacers after the trade with some of their uh, injury issues, but um, he's had just a couple good games. So I would not count on this, but you could do worse than stream Wesley Matthews, I guess, um, if you're very desperate. Um, But uh, don't expect lines like this every night. Other than that, though, it's it's pretty much what we know. Like you said, Bogdanovich has just been a scoring machine, three-point machine this season. It's been fantastic to see. Um, all right, the second game of the night, uh, head over to Orlando where they just crushed the Cavaliers here, 120-91. to 91. Let's see what happened on the Cavs' side. I know Larry Nance was out. Kevin Love gets a start. Plays just 24 minutes, though, so very limited here. Three of nine shooting, 10 points, eight rebounds, an assist, a block, not much else. Chetty Osman, despite uh, playing 35 minutes, doesn't really do a whole lot. He does get eight, eight points and eight rebounds, uh, four assists, but... Nothing on defensive end, no three pointers, um, no no uh free throws tonight. Zizich gets uh thirty minutes, doesn't really do anything. He's a very low end starter. He kind of reminds me of Cody Zeller when he's out there. Um that's kind of like what his ceiling, I believe. Uh Brandon Knight, someone I streamed this week, just to kind of see how it would work out. Tonight he did I wouldn't say did well, but uh twelve points, uh you know, five of ten shooting, one of one from the free throw line, a three a steal, just an assist. I thought he might do better than that. Had a rebound. Um, Colin Sexton this is what you and I want from this guy right 23 points we know this guy is going to be a good NBA player we we believe in him four rebounds three assists seven to 16 shooting two three-pointers and a block Jordan Clarkson uh 27 minutes off the bench does okay uh they even got a sauce Castillo siding uh 20 minutes um Marquis Chris 18 Waba 17 you know Brandon Knight I think he um I wouldn't say he's He's interesting. I'd put him in the same category as Wesley Matthews. Won't expect much, but you never know. He might be too do- do okay down the stretch. That's really it here. Um, Colin Sexton, I'm going to look at as a late-round target next year. Hopefully his buzz doesn't get too high. Uh, any thoughts on the Cavaliers? Super happy that you mentioned Colin
2: Sexton, man. I, I agree with you 100%. Neil. You know I'm on board um, the Sexton train, I think, He's going to be a solid pro. And, man, how great has this latest crop of rookies, this 2018 draft, been for point guards with Doncic and Trey Young and Shea Gills Alexander, I think, is going to be pretty solid. And now we're seeing Colin Sexton. I mean, what an outstanding draft this has been for uh, guards and some bigs, too, as well. But anyways, um. Seti Osman, he's been playing – he's been on a hot streak. So I feel like uh this is – he's finally kind of cooling off here, which is a little disappointing because, you know, I'm rolling with him in that hoop ball staff league. So I was hoping he would stay hot, but – hopefully he'll bounce back in the next one. And other than that, man, it's like a little, this team's kind of become a little disappointing for fantasy. I I, I like your take though on streaming Brandon Knight. He's looked pretty good. Uh, I didn't even think he would be viable at all this season. So um, I'm really happy that he's playing well right now. And I think Kevin Love, I mean, obviously you got to stick with Kevin Love, but I think, what we saw tonight you know him getting limited them getting blown out that's something we could see quite often for the remainder of the season so I I would not be surprised if we get some more games like this from uh, Kevin Love and some of the other uh, Cavs starters all right I'm gonna flip over to the Magic side and um gonna start with Aaron Gordon, 21 points, a steal, a block, 4 assists, 6 boards, three threes, 7 of 16 shooting from the field, 4 of 4 from the line. Evan Fournier, man, this guy's been disappointed, or this guy's been a disappointment for me. Also, I have him in that Hoopball Staff League, and he really hasn't popped yet this week. 10 points, 2 steals, 3 assists, 4 rebounds. Two threes. I mean, it's a nice low end. Well, I mean, he, he did do a little bit of everything here. So I'll definitely take this line four of 11 from the field. Um, Jonathan Isaac, this one's disappointing because Neil, you know, I love when he gives me some defensive goodies and gave me a goose egg in steals and blocks, but 10 points, two assists, two rebounds, one, three on three of nine shooting three of five from the line. Got to stick with Isaac because he could easily have a good game in the next one. Uh, Vucevic man another guy who uh just like Paul George kind of exceeding where what I thought he could do this season and another great value guy 19 points two steals two assists 11 rebounds 9 of 15 from the field DJ Augustine you know we see him get hot and cold and he was scorching tonight and I'm just loving this uh he, his shot was on 7 of 11 from the field a perfect 5 of 5 for the line for 20 points two steals seven assists uh really nice game he even gave you a three tonight that's pretty good Terrence Ross man his shooting efficiency has been really down lately only 5 of 12 from the field for 14 points did have two steals a block Four assists, four rebounds. So I do like that he kind of sprinkled in some goodies in some of these other categories. But um, he's been hard to trust lately. And speaking of hard to trust, not a lot else to talk about on this team. Neil, what do you think of the magic?
3: Uh, good to see um, Augustine continue to have, a you know, play pretty well if you're running with him as a low-end point guard. Terrence Ross kind of gets back on the track tonight a little bit, knocking down a, a three three-pointers. Um, I'll sound like a broken record on Vucevic. My God, he, he is someone that I wanted and, um, did not reach for and, and regretting that one. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Isaac, like you said, the, re- the reason it makes him such a interesting fantasy option is, is the defensive stats can be, um, kind of like otherworldly and, and he, the last couple games he hasn't really delivered. So it's unfortunate, but obviously I, you just hang on to him, you know, he's getting the minutes he's getting. He's out there. He's gonna. He will deliver uh, at some point. Um, all right. I'm gonna go on to the third game. Sacramento 120, Celtics 126. At one point, it looked like the Sacramento Kings might pull off the upset. I thought they were they were leading throughout this game. I thought they might hold on, but the uh, Celtics come back and win here, as a lot of as great teams tend to do at home. Um, anyway, on this on the Kings side, Harrison Barnes has really come into his own now in Sacramento, um, and. Uh, Put up 20 points tonight, five rebounds, four assists, three three three-pointers, a steal. Bielitsa gets the start. Um, Not much of a line here, just nine points and six rebounds. Not much else to talk about. Kali Stein, low-end double-double, 10 points, 13 rebounds, four assists, five of seven shooting. Has a steal. De'Aaron Fox, so glad to have him in my hoop ball league. 19 points, seven rebounds, nine assists, one three-pointer, three steals. Does struggle from the line though, four of eight. uh, Healed someone I love this season and I am that's that might be my biggest regret because here's the thing Adrian once you get into like that sixth seventh round you should really reach for the guys you think are going to pop right and I, I get greedy and I think okay I can wait one more round for this guy <laughs> and buddy healed I just knew was going to be good this year 34 points he's such a pure shooter 14 and 24 shooting seven assists four rebounds six three-pointers um Oh, Bagley's back! This is the guy I know you were big on this season. Speaking of good big men, he uh, good to see him back in the lineup. 14.6 rebounds on 19 assists kind of takes away Giles's value. Um, who gets 19 minutes, which isn't bad, but not much fantasy wise. Bogdanovich, Bo, oh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, he's been a disappointment. Someone I thought would have a much better season. Um, 18 minutes tonight. He's really fun out of the rotation. Um, I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of Kings games. You know, they play on the West Coast. I'm here in Chicago, so I don't get to see a lot of them. But uh, what I saw last year I thought was going to translate to a good season this year, and it just does not look good. This team is definitely more talented than I thought, so maybe that's one of the reasons. But um, we'll see. Uh, He will not probably have any draft value next year. Uh, We'll see if, um, if he changes. Anyway, any thoughts on the Kings? Very happy to see Bagley
2: back and playing, man. Was very scared when he went down with that knee injury. So, uh, I mean, I thought when I first saw it, I thought likely he could get shut down for the year and uh, we wouldn't see him again. So this is outstanding that he's back and playing. Uh, really like what you said about Bogdanovich. I'm, actually, let me take that back. I'm disappointed at Bogdanovich's outlook because this is a guy, um, you know, last year... I had such high hopes for, you know, kind of reminds me of like a poor man's Luka Doncic. And I was kind of thinking that this guy, Like had a big future, had a huge career ahead of him, but the Kings all of a sudden had gotten really deep on the wing when they added Barnes, the emergence of Buddy Heald. We know that Aaron Fox loves to have the ball in his hand, and as you said, Neil Bogdanovich has just kind of fallen out of the rotation. He's kind of been the forgotten man, and it's been so disappointing to see because I think he's really talented, and I think on the right team, he could be a really great player, so um, I agree with you, too, your take on, you know, do we even draft this guy next year, knowing he's going to be coming off the bench, getting minutes in the high teens? Probably not. So I think best case scenario is he somehow gets moved onto another team. But until that happens, I think we can just kind of uh disregard Bogdanovich or not really pay much attention to him until he lands in the right situation. All right. I'm going to check out the Celtics side. And uh, Neil, you mentioned this being a close game. And I actually wanted to place a bet that the Kings were going to win this. Man, the Celtics have not looked good lately. I thought the Kings were going to take this uh, and upset them. But uh, man, Kyrie Irving was huge tonight. Monster triple double, 31 points, 12 assists with 10 rebounds and a steal, a block. Uh, didn't shoot that great from deep. He was only one of nine and from downtown and 11 of 28 from the field, but he was eight of nine from the line and still had a pretty nice game. Speaking of nice games, Marcus Morris, man, 21 points, two steals, two assists with 13 rebounds. He had three threes, shot seven of, seven of 15 from the field, four of five from the line it's pretty nice um al horford 12 points a steal a block six assists five rebounds five and nine from the field one three and one of three uh from the line Marcus Smart seven points, a steal, forces six rebounds. He added a three, shot three of five. Tatum with fifteen points, three steals, four rebounds, seven of ten from the field. That's some nice shooting, and one one from the line. Just really nice, well-rounded production from this whole team. Even Jalen Brown contributed off the bench, twenty-two points for him. He had three threes on nine of sixteen shooting from the field. Gordon Hayward, man, he's really fallen off, but ten points. Four assists, three rebounds, three of seven from the field. Probably another guy, kind of like Bogdanovich, that n- next year going in the draft, we're probably going to lower his value compared to where we drafted him in uh, previous
3: seasons. Neil, what do you think of the Celtics? Um, yeah, that's really curious for next season. Um, you're talking about Brown there or Hayward? Who are you talking about at the very end? Hayward. Yeah, I wonder if he where he goes. Um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, anyway, as you mentioned a long, long time ago when we first talked about the Celtics, we really don't know night to night he's going to step up. We know Irving will. I mean, that guy's ball dominant, incredibly talented offensively. Um, so he's going to—he's always going to put up great stats or consistently put up great stats. Um, Horford's been pretty consistent, and Tatum's obviously a very strong talent, so those stats will follow. Tonight it was Marcus Morris, though, and Jalen Brown, nice night scoring. So, but that's going to change from night to um, night. Not a bad night to go with Boston, though, with other players because Sacramento's a high, um, what do you call it, a high uh, offense team, high pace team. Thank you. <laughs> well, high pace, and so, you know, there's going to be a lot of stats put up tonight. Um, all right, but no real changes from me. LA, Toronto, game closer than I thought. Toronto wins 111 um, 98. Lakers, very shorthanded, as we know now. uh uh, lebron plays 31 minutes here 29 points four rebounds six assists rondo he he's now a centerpiece of this offense um i think he's got to be owned. he probably hasn't picked up everywhere but it feels weird to say that 13 points five rebounds eight assists had a steal as well reggie bullock uh i streamed him tonight thinking he had a horrible game last time he was going to bounce back didn't really happen though seven points three rebounds two steals kuzma even he disappointed um got in foul trouble early here seven points eight rebounds three assists no blocks no steal um off the bench it was caruso someone i think no one's ever going to pick up or trust uh caldwell pope did okay with uh kind of producing the smattering stats i mean stats across the board that is really it josh hart he's been talk about one disappointments on team he's been the major disappointment this season out in um um los angeles uh and Wagner, any chance of him being fantasy relevant has has completely evaporated. So, it's really just Rondo. If there's a pickup out there, um, Bullock, I thought, or Caldwell Pope, maybe, but uh, they're too inconsistent to trust. And Caruso, obviously, I don't think is trustworthy. So, um, any thoughts on the Lakers? Like your take on Rondo? He looks like he
2: is definitely worth a pickup, and it has been. I feel like he's been reliable uh, the last few games. And it looks like that's going to continue really shocked that Reggie Bullock isn't putting up better numbers. You know, from what we saw in Detroit, if you would have told me he would be playing on this depleted Lakers team in a starting featured role, getting 30 minutes a game, I would think Bullock would be putting up some decent numbers. So really, um, really disappointed that he hasn't popped on this team. And, uh, You mentioned Josh Hart and man, this is a guy that I thought was going to be a stud this year. I loved what I saw from him last year. I thought he was going to like take over and steal the point guard's job from this team. And it has just not happened for this guy at all. I know he's been dealing with some injuries. So maybe, you know, maybe he's just not full strength. Maybe that's what's holding him back. But man, I really hope that, um, we see improvement from him next season because this season man has just really lowered my expectation of him. I thought very highly of him coming into the season. Um, other than that, man, I don't want to talk about the Lakers. They've been, they're so, they're so
0: disappointing,
2: man. They're so frustrating. It's, It's really frustrating to be a Laker fan right now, man. So let's, let's move on to the next team, the Toronto Raptors, a team that is not disappointing. And, uh, you know, I want to ask you something, Neil. We talked about De'Aaron Fox earlier. He's getting a lot of love for uh, Most Improved Player. Another guy that I think is in that conversation, Pascal Siakam, 16 points, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 10 of 12 from the line. Now, the shooting, what, like, dude, he still put up a nice line even with going three of 16 from the field, he still gave you, like, if you took away the field goal percentage, gave you a pretty good line if you weren't looking at that. So that's outstanding. And then, you know, Neil, the other guy I think we got to throw in there is, um, uh, oh, D'Angelo Russell. So after we're done, want to get your take. Those three guys, Russell. Fox, Siakam, who's got your vote for most improved player? But, uh, Kawhi Leonard doing his thing. 25 points, two steals, four assists, eight boards, five threes, eight of 20 from the field. Gasal, happy to see him get the start. 15 points, two steals. Oh, cause he's starting cause Ibaka is a fighter and Ibaka, <laughs> Ibaka <laughs> loves to throw punches for no reason. So, uh, that's why he's starting, but. I just love that Marcus Hall starts. Five points, two steals, forces, seven boards, two threes on five and ten shooting. Another guy we're missing from this lineup is, um, Kyle Lowry. Neil, when I found out that Kyle Lowry was going to miss this game, I felt like it was shock to get Jeremy Lin in your lineup. Like, even in DFS lineups, like, you got to play Jeremy Lin, right? Ah, it's a little disappointing here. Just a low end line. Nine points, um, one block, one assist, seven rebounds, one three, four of nine from the field. Green, I think I played green, Neil. I think my magic eight ball let me down here on <laughs> this one. Three points, two steals, two assists, four rebounds, one three, one of three so he took he basically his only shots in this game were threes and he was one of three from downtown um off the bench Norman Powell you know there was a time where I thought this guy was going to be really good I think it was like two or three seasons ago I thought Norman Powell was going to be a solid pro and I don't know if it's just because he's really buried on this deep Toronto team but tonight we kind of got a glimpse of what he's capable of 20 points two steals two assists with eight rebounds he was three of six from downtown seven of fourteen from the field three of four from the line and uh other than that man can't really trust uh can't really trust anyone else off the bench i mentioned lowry and ibaka
3: missing this game neil what do you think of the raptors yeah lynn was a little disappointing knowing that he was going to start tonight um no, that's that's frustrating. Um Danny Green, yeah, you roll the dice. Sometimes Green gives us, and sometimes he taketh it away. Um, <laughs> tonight, unfortunately, a rough one. Uh, as far as most improved player, um, gosh, I, I only because he came from like the lowest expectations, I'd have to say Siakam, because yeah. I don't think anyone saw this coming. I mean, Russell was obviously the number two pick, so having him bounce back and become a solid NBA point guard does not seem that crazy. Um, Darren Fox, I – you know, fifth overall pick, second year. You think he's going to improve a lot? They both have improved a ton, but um, maybe don't they have like comeback player or something? Or most don't they have something off besides most improved? Mm, I'm not sure, but you know what? No, I maybe really... I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah. I
2: really love your take, though, Neil, because, you know, we knew that D'Angelo Russell was going to start. We knew that De'Aaron Fox was going to start and they were going to be like have a premier role. We didn't know that about Siakam. I think at the beginning of the year, it was like Valens could possibly be starting with Serge Ibaka. And Pascal Siakam just came in and just ran away with the starting role. Yeah. So uh as you said, I think just the fact that he probably had the lowest expectation out of those three guys – I would agree with you to give this guy give this guy the award just for that.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, but those other guys are very worthy too. Um, we'll see how it shakes out. It's just uh, he's. I mean, fantasy wise, I'm just like it's one of those things that you just get so happy. You know, it's like yeah. it's like you miss a miss and miss, and then you get someone like Siakam, and you're like, I'm so happy about that guy <laughs> yeah. anyway um all right let's go on the last game of the season and uh, what am i talking about last game of the, last game for us there's actually another game after this i'm delusional i think i think uh am a little tired here minnesota versus uh utah minnesota loses 100 to 120 uh no jeff T tonight wiggins did come back so covington i don't know if he's ever coming back uh to this season at least Derek rose out again tonight so um, this team shorthanded. Towns did play, which was great to see, and he um, delivered a Towns like night. 26 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 9 of 15, shooting 3 three-pointers and a steal. Sarek, um, I hope you let him go, Adrian. Uh, 22 points tonight, night, still cannot get much done. 10 points, just a rebound and 1 assist. No real other stats to speak of. Um, Wiggins, he struggled shooting, 14 points, a lot of empty calories, just 3 rebounds, and a steal and a block. Nothing else to speak of. No assists tonight. Josh Akoji starts in 16 minutes. Doesn't do anything. Goes one of two shooting. Tyus Jones. I've been streaming him with Teague out. And he um, it worked tonight. 12 points. Three rebounds. Nine assists. Six of nine shooting. A steal. Uh, Bates Deops. We thought he could be valuable if uh, Wiggins did not come back. But he did on the bench now. Uh, coming in the second unit. 26 minutes. Not much fantasy value. Bayless. Likewise, uh, Reynolds, Gibson, Tolliver. Uh, and then it was a, kind of a runaway here in the fourth quarter, so some extended minutes from the bench. Um, not taking much away from this except, I think, Sarge. Another guy who will be who will not be drafted next year, uh, who I think was drafted this year. So look for him to fall off the radar unless something changes with his situation. Uh Tyus Jones though I wonder what happens with Teague I wonder what happens with him I think Tyus Jones can be a decent NBA player um When given the chance So that's it I think Tyus Jones should be streamed As long as Teague is out And there's room. there are rumors that Teague is going to be out The rest of the season So we'll see that, how that plays out Happy that you mentioned Tyus Jones That was going to be my
2: take is go, go pick up Tyus Jones uh, You know nights like tonight man Nine assists I know most everybody can use like Assists are not easy to find, and this is a guy that can provide that. So, uh, even scored pretty efficiently tonight, six of nine from the field. And as you mentioned, Neil, with Teague likely being shut down, this guy feels like a no-brainer if you need point guard help. I know me personally, uh, I'm gonna look to pick him up in a couple of my leagues, and I'm done with Dario Sark, Neil. I, <laughs> I, I, you know, he's still on my team. But, you know, I mentioned earlier, this is the hootball Staff League. I mentioned earlier I'm going to take a look at the schedule, see if, like, this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I can get two games from somebody. Uh, he's going to be my drop. So, uh, likely, as soon as this show's over, I'm going to take a look at the schedule this weekend, see if there's anybody I can pick up to get, like, two games from for the rest of the week to maximize my schedule, and I will not feel bad for... For dumping Dario Saric. He's done. And great take. I won't look. I won't touch him next year. uh, Next season. He just. uh, He's got to prove it to me. For um, him to be worth a pickup. All right. Let's take a look at the Utah Jazz side. And uh, I'll start with Donovan Mitchell. 24 points. A block. Six assists. Three rebounds. One three on eight of 17. Shooting from the field. He was seven to nine from the line. Joe Ingles has been looking a little bit better lately. Yeah, fouled out of this one six turn. Uh, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at turnovers, not fouls. I apologize. But uh, I feel like this is like his second or third pretty good game in a row. So hopefully he can keep this up. I know uh, I know a lot of people think that he's been a, a disappointment and had high hopes for him this year. 12 points, two blocks, a steal, eight assists, five rebounds, two threes on 5 of 11 shooting. Gobert with the double-double, 10 points. 13 rebounds. He had two blocks, one assist. Uh, he had 5,000 this one, so may have had a little bit of foul trouble. Uh, five of seven from the field. Uh, Derek Favors has been playing really good lately. Man, he had a monster game the other night and followed it up with another nice game. He's like flirting with some, uh, or actually, he didn't have triple double in this one, but he's been just playing pretty good lately. I, I've, I've really have lowered my expectations for. Um, on him. So I'm really happy to see him playing well. 17 points, 11 rebounds, two blocks, a steal, eight of 12 from the field. Ricky Rubio with eight points, eight assists, a steal, three rebounds, one three, only one of seven shooting. He's kind of been struggling shooting from the field. Uh You know, in the last show or the last time we talked about the Jazz, I mentioned... Possibly streaming Crowder, who had 18 points, two assists, three rebounds. He had two threes, shot five of 10. And if you're hunting threes, Corver, who had three threes tonight for 11 points, two assists, uh, one steal, uh, two rebounds, three threes, four 12 from the field. You probably got to be in deeper leagues to be streaming these guys, but I think they are worth a stream if you're really desperate for some help. Um, nothing else to talk about on this team. What do you think of the Jazz, Neil?
3: Um, yeah, I like what you said about favors he is someone who's been able to play alongside um go bearing and still get a lot of minutes, not a stretch four but uh still gets the um opportunity there and it's good to see him delivering I like what you said about i mean both corver and Crowder they this is a four game week for utah so i I streamed Corver trying to get three pointers it's worked out decently not not as obviously you know you want to see like six three pointers but you know I'll take three for sure um that's really it. Not much else to take away from this team. Um, Rubio's back looks just fine. Um, did get in foul trouble tonight. And Ingles, like you said, I I have him in one league. I You know, I almost considered dropping him at one point this season because he was just – he had a stretch there where he was just really poor. And, you know, I heard he had some family issues this year. I don't know if you've heard, but I heard he had some off-the-court mm-hmm. stuff he's been dealing with that uh, has maybe taken uh, – distracted him a bit from his game. So – um it's good to see him playing well now and and you know um, this is kind of what we expected um when i drafted him so that is it on utah um and and we are done for tonight both you and i are done uh even though there's one more game left because we have a fill-in coming in for next game his name is brandon marcus he's a professional broadcaster um so I'm I'm going to put the expectations really high on him that he that I'm sure he's going to be fantastic. Adrian, you know him better than I do. Yes, if, about Brandon.
2: if you guys have been uh, checking out the uh, premium live shows, the fantasy NBA tonight shows, you probably know Brandon Marcus. He's been killing it over there, and uh, uh, man, he's got he's for sure. Neil, as you mentioned, a. Uh, um, and experienced Brock. Hey, he's he, I'm, he's for sure going to make us look bad. So, <laughs> but um, hey, you guys, it's been a great week. Neil, we're getting down to the nitty gritty, man. I think after this week, we I think we only got three weeks left, or just only a few weeks of your fantasy playoffs.
3: So we're, we're kind of coming down to the tail end of it, man. It's kind of sad. What do you think? Yeah, all my leagues end by uh, April 1st. So the season goes to the 10th, but I'll be that's i think a lot of leagues and you know that week the 31st of the first so um it's sad adrian it's really sad we, i remember when we, we couldn't believe when the season's first started yeah. now it's like we're coming down to this the uh the you know semifinals in many cases next week and playoffs and then the rotisserie you're just kind of hunting stats here for the last two weeks or so of your league so uh it's been a long season but it's been a fun season
2: yeah i agree <laughs> man. it's it's been good but we will be back on Sunday. Thank you guys so much for listening, supporting the show. Hit us up on Twitter. He's at ball with Neil. I'm at Adrian Benjamin's, and uh, Brandon Marcus will be back for one more game. Thank you Thanks, you guys.
1: Adrian, Neil, boy, you guys are far too kind. What's up, everyone? I'm Brandon Marcus. And yep, those were kind words from those two fellas. I can say I am a broadcaster. Uh, UC Irvine women's basketball to be exact. Joining you, it was the Mavericks and the Nuggets, and boy, they almost gave me overtime in my final game, or rather my first game, stepping in here for those boys, Adrian and Neil, Denver, a 199 winner, over the Dallas Mavericks as Jokic, who did not make a shot in the first three quarters, came to play in the fourth, as he drained four shots in the fourth, including a game winner, To knock off Dallas. Let's start off with the Dallas side. Because I think that's the one that has a little more intrigue. Considering I'm assuming that by now most of the Denver assets are gone on your fantasy team. But the guy that really stands out and continues to is Jalen Brunson. 20 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists tonight in 39 minutes. And I think that's the important number here, folks. 39 minutes, 8 of 15 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3, and 1 for 1 from the free throw line. So he gave you points, he gave you rebounds, he gave you assists, and he gave you good percentages. Now, Jalen Brunson's a guy that worked his butt off in college. He was tremendous at Villanova, and the question would be, not when, and not if, but how soon this guy would actually be a contributor on the basketball court. The question is, is he going to be something that we're going to be able to rely on in fantasy? Now, we didn't think so initially, obviously, and then... He's gotten these minutes, and he's taken advantage. And here's what we're looking at now in the month of March. So 20 points tonight. He's coming off a 34-point performance of five rebounds and four assists, the same exact rebounds and assists total he had from tonight, 18 the game before, 18 the game before that. Now that's four straight games of 18 or more, and he's playing 30 or more minutes in his last five games. This is a guy that you want to add if he's on your waiver wire. I understand that a lot of you guys are in the playoffs, so you're wondering – what about their playoff schedule? Well, the Mavericks play on Saturday. So that's obviously just one more game this week. That's it. They don't play Sunday. Then they'll play on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Saturday again. So here's the reason why I like him. Now, if you're in a good position in your playoff matchup this week or you have a bye, you can go ahead and add him on Monday. And the reason why I'm saying that is because he's going to give you four games in, or uh, three games in four days. And you can't ask for anything better than that. Obviously, the Warriors have five games next week. They're going to have a couple of back-to-backs, but you're assuming that their stars are going to get rested. So you're not going to get many better situations than the one that Dallas is presenting. And so Jalen Brunson's a guy that I definitely would add right away, someone that can contribute in all different categories. He has not missed a free throw yet this month, and he's continuing to shoot well, which is what's surprising to me because he obviously is a guard, and guards tend to, can t- They can be a little messy sometimes. Well, he was 1 for 10 on March 2nd. Since then, he's gone 4 for 5, 4 for 11, 8 for 11, 6 for 13, 12 for 16, 8 for 15. I'll take it. Uh, I'll absolutely take it. He's a guy that I'm definitely going to grab. Luka Doncic, boy, the guy's tremendous. 24 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, 2 steals, 10 of 23 from the field. 1 of 8 from 3. Um, obviously not great there, but he got his numbers for you. You're happy with it. Um, What about Dwight Powell? This is another guy that you've heard be a hoop ball favorite uh, over this entire year. And finally, it's coming to fruition here. 16 points and 10 rebounds for him. And again, the minutes is something that I love. 36 minutes tonight, 5 of 10 from the field. He also gave you a 3 and 5 for 5 for the line. So he helped your percentages and he gave you a double-double as well. Now, one more note on Dallas before we shift over to Denver It's that they kept a very short rotation in this game. Only three guys off the bench played double-figure minutes. So that's something that you want to watch. Because Maxi Kleber played 29. Nobody else played more than 18 minutes. So, clearly you're seeing that you can trust pretty much five guys right now for Dallas. You can trust Dwight Dwight Powell. Dwight Howard. You wish you could trust Dwight Howard. Dwight Powell. Luka Doncic. Jalen Brunson, Tim Hardaway, I'm still good with him. He's going to get the volume, so he'll give you some good nights with points. He'll get you some assists. He'll get you threes. Um, Field goal percentage, you might hurt a little bit, so no doubt about that. And uh, if you want to stream Kleber, I'm cool with that. Uh, He had not been great, obviously, of late, but with 11 points and 11 rebounds tonight, I'll take it. No problem with it. So just just something to keep an eye on. Um, Like I mentioned with three games in four days coming up next week, Dallas is a team that you want to keep an eye on. Now, let's look at Denver. Paul Millsap. Boy, fountain of youth for this fella. 33 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. 14 of 19 from the field. Uh, The matchup was good for him. There's no doubt about that. Dallas is a team that's not great against bigs. And uh, Jokic was 4 for 9. Obviously, like I mentioned, did not do anything until the 4th. But still almost got a triple-double. 11 points, 14 rebounds, and 8 assists. So Millsap feasted. He's actually been really good recently. I own him on a team. I'm very happy with him, Um, and I'm excited that Denver's going to have four games next week. In case you're wondering about that schedule, they'll go Monday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. So don't worry if you have those Denver assets, and you may be trailing early on your head-to-head matchup next week. Well, you're going to get your Denver guys on Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, and that'll definitely help out a bit. And there's one league where I own Paul Millsap and I own Jamal Murray. So hopefully those two guys are able to help out. Speaking of Murray, 4 of 13 from the field. Not a great shooting night for him. 38 minutes. Still love that. Um, You've got to love the idea that Isaiah Thomas now is going to be sitting and not going to be playing. That will help out Jamal Murray. And it will also give some more minutes to a couple of other guards, Morris and Beasley. And Beasley came off the bench with 12 points in 21 minutes. Morris, 31 minutes. And he gave you 7 points, 4 assists, 2 steals. Keep an eye on both those guys. I'm not adding both of them. I'm just watching both of them right now. Those are two guys that can definitely help out. They're going to play some minutes off that bench for Denver. Uh, But like I mentioned, Jamal Murray, great. I'm fine with him. Jokic, obviously tremendous. Paul Millsap, great. Now, what about Barton and Harris? Those are two guys that were hurt earlier this year. What do you do with them? Gary Harris is a cut for me. He had one good game. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. Uh, This is just going to be... Something that you're going to have to wait for next year. The kid from Michigan State's good, um, but nine points, one rebound, two assists. That doesn't do it for me in the playoffs. Go ahead, cut bait, especially if you need a stream during the weekend. Go ahead and do it. Uh, Will Barton, I'm holding. Uh, 11 points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal, two blocks, four of nine from the field in just 27 minutes. You would like to see those minutes in the 30s, no doubt about that. Um, you can think so that if you, if you think, eh, if he gets in the 30s, Maybe gives you a couple more points, a couple more rebounds and assists, but you'll take the three counting stamps the stats part of me from the steals and the blocks, and then one more from three, so four counting stats. You'll gladly take that. So all in all, I think what we're learning from this game is that Dwight Powell is a guy that if he's on your waiver wire, go ahead and add him. Jalen Brunson, I think is a priority add right now, especially with what Dallas is going to present to you next week. And then for the Nuggets, just trust your Nuggets and keep an eye on uh, Beasley and keep an eye on Morris with the news that Isaiah Thomas will not be playing for the foreseeable future. So that'll do it for me. I hope you uh, enjoyed this quick recap of Nuggets Mavericks. Big thank you to Adrian and Neil for the kind introduction. I hope that I followed suit and did well enough to be welcome back next week to help out those fellas. So until next time, good luck, everybody. Go kick some butt in those semifinals or finals, whatever you're in, and we'll talk to you next time.
2: This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.